0: Hello everyone and welcome to another DNA podcast. Welcome back. My name's Dan <laughs> and my name's
1: eamon I forget what number episode we're up to
0: actually. I don't know if we're doing the names anymore. <laughs> yeah, neither. Is that talking. something that we stopped doing? <laughs>
1: I think we I think we I think it's a thing that we ought to keep doing for in case new listeners. Yeah, that's fair.
0: And if you if you don't know us and come in on the letters episode anyway so as per usual <laughs> <laughs> we don't actually have anything
1: no, no we never we never tend to but we've made it another week so have you a little pat yourself on the back hell yeah a little bit of a congratulations congratulate yourself yes <laughs> yeah survival For
0: listening to us another week survival well done. is
1: important oh yeah and listening to I'm us
0: very proud of you <laughs> um okay so we were thinking of some philosophical questions um what did you just ask me Eamon before we put it oh wow I'll have to find it oh it was emotions emotions we did talk about emotions in the past in here we have discussed it in the past but this was more of a we went pretty deep on it actually on like evolution side of it and the philosophical side of it so why you'd want to feel or like where happiness and sadness comes from yeah that's yeah. definitely that's definitely somewhere there I, I remember an extensive conversation on that one unfortunately um, unfortunately well unfortunately because we can't talk <laughs> about it anymore we
1: have um, we have covered it it was an interesting question though if, if people want to, whether or not we can choose our emotions so,
0: it is a pretty interesting question can be. i just don't want to repeat myself no that's fair yeah I, and i don't want anyone I re-listening to things we already thought about yeah um uh, i do have ChatGPT open though <laughs> oh yeah we're gonna <laughs>
1: two episodes in a row we're gonna use it as a, as a bit of a crutch uh that's what, what it, happens when you don't prepare
0: yourself man for when we don't have
1: <laughs> any ideas um it's the takeover of the computers this is how it happens
0: <laughs> yeah the ai it shall might. we talk about that no we already talked about
1: it <laughs> <laughs> It might not happen in the skynet way it's just kind of like it controls what we do i did find something in very interesting
0: case. there is something called skynet that is
1: what like a company
0: yeah and it's actually is- <laughs> and it is in charge of like something um, let, me, let me find it actually
1: that's a little too on the nose right mm, that's a little skynet
0: little. worldwide express and then you have Skynet Australia, Skynet Satellite Communications. I guess there's a lot of things called Skynet now that I just realized. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Everyone watched the Terminator, Terminator and they were just like, oh yeah, name I think Skynet. So when people look up Skynet, our company comes up.
0: Let's see, this is this what's interesting though. So I put it on Google Skynet and then people also ask when, what is Skynet? And the answer is Skynet is a, fictional artificial neutral network based <laughs> conscious group mind and artificial general super intelligence system that serves as antagonist force of Terminator franchise skynet but it's also a bunch of other things so i feel like that's kind of it's kind of a bad name to choose
1: <laughs> yeah because people google it and it's just gonna is the
0: wrong thing and is in between a bunch of things you have Skynet Labs. <laughs> yeah, just literally, I can imagine. There's like Skynet constructions,
1: Skynet everything. X or Y word afterwards.
0: Mm. Interesting. Okay, well, <laughs> after I was Skynet engine. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, have you actually watched Terminator before? I know this is not a very Terminator. Yeah. Um, ages ago. Very interesting concept. Ages actually. ago. I don't. Uh, I don't think I will love the movies as much as I did when I watched as a kid. But the idea of tr- um, space travel, was, space travel time, sorry, travel, time travel, that's very exact- interesting.
1: <laughs> I've mentioned that that's exactly what my brain was thinking of
0: to talk about <laughs> as yeah. well. Well, there's so many theories around um, time travel whether it's possible or not yeah a lot of people say um, traveling to the future is possible like you technically be time traveling if you froze yourself for example technically right because you would be in a time and then you wake up in another time and you've traveled there and you've traveled there yeah you're not meant to be there
1: yeah, you, I guess in the traditional sense, we're currently,
0: quote unquote, time traveling. Yeah, no, there's nothing that can literally just transport us there.
1: But in, in the sci-fi, <clears> in the <throat> sci-fi realm.
0: In the sci-fi realm, that's quite a bit. But unfortunately, it's not possible. Not yet, at least.
1: Yeah, I've had some pretty um, big glaring issues with it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just in terms of the calculation of where you are going to be in space-time. Like, if you want to travel back in time 10 minutes. Yeah. On the galaxy scale, you're going to be at a completely different position in the universe as we are right now. Given sun's distance moved over time, earth's distance rotation. Yeah. Everything. Mm -hmm. So there's a bunch, like, and you're going to have to factor in galaxy and all this other stuff Mm -hmm. to get to the math of it. And then on top of that, there was something about the the particles you'd have to displace mm. as you materialize you're gonna have to like air will have to dissipate from that area so that you can materialize in it because it's currently ox- occupied by oxygen or they actually are testing some other stuff in, um, how is that called actually so there'd be a massive vacuum wherever you Place,
0: no no <laughs> follow follow the same conversation my, my bad my bad um no so this is not actually time travel but they were testing in transporting people um from one place to another but i do forget how it's called when you just literally just transport matter in from one place to another without actually traveling there you just materialized from one place oh uh, yep yep well, you dematerialize in one place and materialize in another. They never tested with humans. They were testing with like apples and stuff, and it hasn't worked it yet, <laughs> as far as I know. But very interesting that that is something that we are thinking about. And like, if we were able to do that, if that would like be able to recreate us as us, or just us as a copy of us?
1: Yeah, th- this is a this is a this is a philosophy question. <laughs> There's like a, it feels like it's worth shooting in there with the whole time travel, materializing, dematerializing. Mm. It's kind of like, yeah, it's that idea of like, if you were to replace every single cell over time, by the time that all the cells are replaced with new cells, are you still the original version of, of yourself? Yeah, I don't know. Or are, or are you just a copy? I think the example was a boat and it's like, they just slowly over time replaced planks that were bad <laughs> with new planks. But does that make it
0: not the boat? That's that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's still it's the it's still same. the boat, but it's completely different though, because there's no problem on changing body parts. We already do transplants, and you're still yourself. Yeah. The the only thing that really matters is your brain. That's it.
1: As long as your consciousness is untouched, you're fundamentally the same. Yeah.
0: Being as far as I understand, that would. That's what it would be, right? Yeah.
1: Because you could
0: get burns
1: and lose arms and legs and stuff, and
0: you're still yeah. the same person. That's that's what I mean, like by the boat example. Not that great because a boat is always going to be the boat. Yeah. Because a boat doesn't actually is the boat isn't actually anything. The boat's an object, and yeah, you have us who are inherently something physical so i guess you could call us an object but we can also be but we are present both aren't present in a way so like we can replace so much but we, we still <clears throat> we still if if we changed our brain then it, it would not be us so like yeah i guess that's the answer to your question right how much can you replace since who's not yourself
1: yeah like if you have all the different cells in your body I guess it is like one of those things where it's like we are just made up of smaller things yeah
0: but see like no add it all together not many particles matter it's your brain particles seem to matter and how yeah. much of your brain does really does it really even matter <laughs> it's interesting
1: that we have no connection like it's easy to talk about this mm. but and then <laughs> I think about myself and my hand <laughs> And it's not that it's like it feels like it is part of me, but not me. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting that you're just think like of a
0: parasite.
1: <laughs> well, it's just interesting. Yeah, when we boil it all the way down, we are just <coughs> brains. Yeah. We just
0: are just whatever like goes on inside this of our brain. meat body around. Yeah, the, the flesh mecca. Yeah. But <laughs> it's an interesting concept, actually. Just mainly because our bodies are basically just machines but like not made of metal yeah and actually technically we do have iron in our blood (laughs) so yeah Yeah. even a little bit of iron (laughs) I remember you mentioned this ages ago hey like we have fuel intake exhaust being (laughs) yeah we have yeah everything we intake it's dissipated air intake somehow yeah yeah we don't we have overheating um mechanisms which is sweating like it's yeah. it's pretty wild how we do we do operate as a machine and yeah. the only thing that we so everything in our body is pretty predictable and now we try and understand the thing that isn't very predictable, which is the brain. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure we've talked about this on like the idea that all humans are predictable. And there is definitely a an idea to like a study behind it
1: yeah i mean i forget what what it was ages ago but there's something to do with the the quantum mechanics of the brain Mm. being that adds randomness
0: to thought yeah but as see this is one thing that i found interesting and i was thinking to myself the other day um there is not not much is random like apart, apart from like the universe, obviously, it doesn't seem... it. One thing that we have noticed and that we're very good at noticing it are patterns. Yes. One, and one thing that we've done really well is that we can actually explain a lot of things just using that pattern recognition that we yeah. have. So most of our maths, for example, is basically just us understanding how things work and then making something to be able to communicate it or be able to show to someone else like what you're talking about. So like... Yeah. Yeah. So it's very interesting that we like to think that there is nothing actually random out there. There are things that we can't explain. And hence we attribute it randomness. Well, that's why we're always seeking for things, right? Because we believe there's always answers to something. Yeah. We always think there's some fundamental truth behind... Behind something, behind everything. Yeah, is um,
1: everything is kind of like just pattern recognition <clears throat> from history through
0: the maths. Yeah, that's basically all we can right, do. It's, mm. I mean,
1: it's, it's the foundation for the IQ test, so it's.
0: Mm.
1: It must. I be. guess that makes sense, right? Yeah, I guess it is one of the most fundamental components of mm. intelligent or intelligent thinking
0: yeah being able to recognize it yeah that's pretty, interesting pretty future patterns but what do you reckon that means though does that mean that you are able to create more inno- innovative things just by looking around rather than someone else what does iq really mean because people say higher higher iq means you smarter but what does that really entail though well if iq is just being measured by the
1: iq test then it is kind of just pattern it's just pattern recognition and it's insane because if you just do the iq test you can just brain train
0: but how do they know how do they know einstein was a certain iq you know it's not like he ever did the internet (laughs) Um, yeah like a like a
1: standardized iq test yeah I'm not I'm not entirely sure how they arrived at that stuff. It must have been a primitive version of the IQ test. But I think one thing that everyone needs to understand is that it's not... You can't just... There's not like a magic thing that just is intelligence that you can measure.
0: Yeah, it's very interesting. Because you could be, be quote-unquote, dumb in an IQ test, but be a very smart person yourself. Yeah,
1: and there's a bunch of different theories as to what makes up intellect basically because like you can have someone who's really good at recognizing patterns but if they can't recognize emotions like well rip in the real world they're smart they might be smart in one area but they're it's hard to pinpoint them down as being that's true smart
0: and it seems to be a very um recurring trend where like someone who's very smart do lack other so like it seems to have a balance to all these attributes, yeah, someone who's usually very smart doesn't have that many social skills, for example,
1: yeah, or something that I've observed in general, I guess anecdotally is just at the, at the elite level when people excel at something, it's usually the only thing they do, yeah, so you can have like narrowed focus on something and like
0: usually traditional things will make that people think will make you smart like but is that inherently bad though like if you're doing something that you enjoy does it really matter
1: no it doesn't it Mm. doesn't matter it's just uh it's just like arbitrary to assign certain things as being higher like smarter than other things like maybe some things maybe some things like top end maths is more complicated than top end tennis player but like
0: it doesn't make someone. I mean, one is more smarter. marketed than the other one, right?
1: Yeah. Mm. But, like, one's more traditionally smarter than the other. But if you took both people and just in day to day life, there would be no. You know, there's nothing you can point to to be like, yeah, one's smarter than the other. Yeah. They're kind of just, like, educated in their respective fields. They can do different things. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I can't pull up the models now, but the stuff like emotional intelligence and all that type stuff comes into measuring.
0: I do feel like some people do like quite a bit of all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, now and then there's some people who are, you know are good at all. So that's true. It's the cumulative accumulation of all these things that are really hard to measure, and this is why there's a bunch of different theories for it. Mm. A bunch of pe- different people over time think that different things are important
0: to measuring and we haven't really agreed on one yeah i mean that makes complete sense don't trust iq tests
1: and iq tests if i'm just going on my little rant about iq tests it's you want to assume that the score of 100 is the average for your age group isn't yeah that's the way that it works is they when they started it they just Tested a bunch of people mm. at different age groups. Took that, took the average by age answer for 24, 25 year old. Right, like just using us as example. Mm-hmm. And then if you, when you do the IQ test, if you score above that average by a certain standard deviation of the of of, of the mean, then
0: then you just get the one hundred and fifteen or ninety four if it's lower. But it is interesting, though, because what you're saying now, right, basically kind of debunks what we were talking about before, about Mm. data recognition in a sense, right? Because most of the things that we created to help us do things is based on data recognition. So that would make you a smarter human for being able to do so. Right. Because you'd be able to create new things, that's what...
1: I guess if you're better at recognizing patterns than like at a rate question mark better than the average person in your age group
0: you'd probably be able to do everything you want if you're yeah. really good at recognizing part patterns
1: yeah, yeah. that's it and if, and if we have put pattern recognition as being an important component to human success then like yeah probably <laughs>
0: it's funny because i mean as we were saying before it basically is everything right so like for example if you do business you'd be looking at data recognition of previous data that we've accumulated yeah. and then we have um, engineering physics things that happen and we just recognize those things and then we are like okay this is a new law now based on such yeah. and such and such and such um, that's interesting though it's funny
1: and then there was something that I was listening to recently I think it was Neil deGrasse Tyson talking about humans and pattern, pattern recognition and us being like Okay. Rather bad at it. Okay. In in on an intuitive level, it's like yeah, we can recognize one, two, three, like sequencing, but if it's if you if, if it came down to naturally observing certain patterns, there's something where it's like we can do it when we know what we're looking for, but really difficult to naturally observe the, uh, this number sequence.
0: But who discovered it though? It, it oh. was still a human.
1: Yeah, a human would have discovered it, but he—it's he, kind of like, uh, oh, like if if the numbers are put in front of you, you mm. can determine that it's a pattern. But when you yeah. just go metaphorically sifting through the grass to looking for patterns, it's hard to recognize
0: yeah okay i mean because we don't yeah. require to anymore you can't say humans are bad at it just because we don't exercise that anymore because we literally yeah. did not require it i guess it's an interesting observation to <laughs> it's a good it's a interesting observation mainly <laughs> because i actually highly disagree with it because you have to observe the pattern to then
1: be like yeah that's a difficult pattern to recognize yeah
0: you have to train yourself if we worked in the farm we would recognize patterns on farmland would be like oh yeah. we have droughts every year so these droughts will happen in blah 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 or, or you'd like look at your plants and you know things yeah. about your plants and no one else would because no one else is looking at your plants yeah just a, as an example but yeah
1: no i no i like those examples they're good i think when neil degrasse tyson was talking about it, i think it was more on the mathematical mm. space side of things yeah okay but yeah, I completely agree. But
0: see, it. I find it funny because if you don't study it, you of course you're not going to be looking at it because oh, there are people who... Actually, there are people... I think he's just saying humans isn't species, but yeah. Interesting. A lot of things <laughs> that we've discovered in the sky, like stars and like a few planets, they weren't discovered by like a lot of them, not all of them, <laughs> mm. but they were discovered just by people looking at the telescopes. So like what just plugging it up and people who are literally just doing it as a hobby (laughs) so like yeah I don't know I don't know if I can agree with that in any sense whatsoever
1: yeah okay I'll have to I'll have to look into it because I'm sure I'm sure there's a more backing behind it than what I can provide yeah I'm sure he
0: has a reason to say so although though I did see someone add the Joe podcast as well like literally just trashing Neil (laughs) (laughs) it was really funny like in the most respectful way possible he did it but like yeah he's like he's not really a physicist and it's like really like I obviously wanted to look into <laughs> it and I didn't but um that he was literally just saying like nah he's a really smart guy but like <laughs> he's not actually a real scientist he's not. or something <laughs> of the sort and he yeah, like okay. explained why um so I thought that was interesting and that point just made me really think about that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, probably super valid. I feel like that's some big bang theory. Oh,
0: so-and-so is not a
1: real scientist type.
0: Maybe. No, he's arguing, probably uh, like arguably like one of the smartest people ever. But
1: but I guess he's more of, more of a presenter right now. That's what I'm like, thinking. He would 100% be doing more talking.
0: A lot more thinking than actually doing...
1: Than, than sitting in a lab. Yeah. Would, I don't know what the people who test stuff in space do. They sit at labs.
0: <laughs> no, they sit on the space station.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> what do you surely mean? not all of them, though. I guess. <laughs> if... oh, <physicists. laughs> where were they going? No, Don't mean? worry, my brain is, my brain is imploding. <laughs> where my, are they going to sit? <laughs> my, my brain is imploding. They're just physicists. They they just do maths.
0: Man, there's this guy who keeps going to the to the podcast, the Joe Rogan podcast, that has me to space. And he's actually, oh, yep. he's such an interesting character. Um, apparently when NASA astronauts are like training to like go to space, hmm. they're put in like, I don't know where, but they put like underground for like days. What? So like, yeah. So there's just like, be away from like little shacks on the ground. Yeah. Just to be like in a basically net, like, um, zero gravity sort of environment, right? It's not, yeah, it's not really zero gravity but is the closest we would have <laughs> which is underwater
1: that's wild
0: um, how
1: is zero gravity underwater
0: it's not zero gravity oh. you're just floating so it's just sort of get used to the feeling basically yeah and I don't really know how they do it because you still would be able to know where it's up and down where like in space you don't actually have that concept of up and down yeah um but apparently he he went through like all these sort of um training sort of exercises um very interesting though he's just in the middle of the ocean he apparently just like looked at a hammerhead (laughs) one of the nights (laughs) it was so terrifying (laughs) just
1: out your window you just see a massive shock
0: yeah just like a massive eye
1: crazy Crazy. how you'd have to exercise in space hey yeah because you'd have no type of
0: Physical resistance, really. Humans are not built to be in space. We, no. <laughs> our bodies are not at all built for it. We, our, our organs, are structured to be in a like gravity scenario. Gravity. Yeah. Otherwise, they're just floating. You, if you stay in space for too long, you like die. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Well, I never even thought about like stuff in your stomach and
1: <laughs> so on, and so forth.
0: Apparently people Having feel very been... nauseous the first time or something of the sort. Just because like you have zero sense of where anything is. So you just, you get a little crazy.
1: Yeah. At least like you still have to swallow stuff because...
0: Yeah, you are. But like... It'd be really fun to that's, swallow that's stuff in space. That's what I mean. Imagine like I never even <laughs>
1: thought about... <laughs> it,
0: what if it just came back up, bro? <laughs> I mean, look... I think it was Four Pines, maybe Four Pines. Don't know. Don't quote me on that. But there's, drink. they made a space beer.
1: Oh, <laughs> wait, how? With the carbonation?
0: They had to regulate the carbonation of it. Because basically the idea is, um, oh, well, it's going to be hard to remember now. Let me research because it'd be a bit easier to explain. Yeah,
1: I, I remember the space pen ages ago. Space pen, yep. Yeah, because traditional ballpoint pens rely on gravity. But even then, I looked that up not that long ago. and It was kind of (laughs) cheap. But I I guess the cost is in developing it. I
0: thought something so that... I don't know how... (laughs) I don't know how true this is, but there's this stand-up comedy (laughs) guy in Brazil. Oh, that's going to be the most most
1: true words ever spoken.
0: It's not even true. He just made a joke and it just obviously... It hits... It hits because it's true. It's like, this is silly. Yeah. But I just don't know how reliable pencils are in space. But apparently pencils are used in space. Oh, uh,
1: yeah. No, there's something to do with the... the When you write the tiny little micro dust of... The graphite. Of graphite. Yeah, it can go off and... Mm. If it gets in computers
0: and stuff, it can ruin them. Oh, I see. That makes sense. That makes sense. Okay. He was basically just like, found <laughs> the Russians made a pen. Obviously, just a joke. But he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, the Russians made a pen. You spent all this money developing a pen, and you could. You could they pencils. have a they have a pen party, <laughs> and then <laughs> NASA is like, well, we still use pencils, <laughs> uh. <laughs> which is funny. Anyway, okay, so space beer, it's called Four Pines Nitro Stout. Yo, let's get some. Uh, the world's first space beer for created by Pioneer's Krill at Four Pines Brewing engineer Long Sabre uh, dude, dude
1: that stuff's great how <laughs>
0: rich body <laughs> how chocolate and caramel. Been,
1: how little we've been in space to, gen- to first come up with space beer like it must be one of the first things for like regular use in space
0: It is interesting. I mean, space tourism is probably around the corner, given everyone is keen to do that. Actually, really excited to see people who aren't training for it. I don't know if they're gonna like. I don't know if they're gonna have to have programs prior to someone going to space. If you're rich enough, I feel like you can just send yourself up.
1: Yeah, right. Just, just like, I just want to go. And just, they're like, you just, need to do this training. Like, Just no. in. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why? I think the big fear is that, like, everyone wants to do it, but very few want to be the first people to do it. <laughs> oh, 100%. I mean, I mean, there's also probably a ton of people like you and I who are just like, run it. <laughs> I'll probably run it. That would be kind of sick
0: rip not having money for it though <laughs> really? how much you how much you're gonna reckon is gonna cost like the first few years of space travel
1: uh yeah
0: yeah wait well, like i don't know
1: a couple mil but Do you want me to put an actual number on it no
0: no no, no, no. <laughs> oh yes please <laughs> all right Without any concept of. <laughs> <laughs> Without any idea whatsoever Without. how much anything costs. <laughs> <laughs> Seven mil. <laughs> <laughs> wow very wise Well, thank you i don't i have no idea i know each of those we can all reflect on I know this each episode in the this, future uh, i know each rocket sent to space is probably like 100 mil or sword. so i think your number may be off but i don't know well <laughs> i'm assuming that by the time it happens there's some like yeah surely, surely re-landing sure re-landing technology i mean that guy from jeff bezos he wants to start signing people asap which is hilarious <laughs> i don't think he understands <laughs> right, him and elon need
1: to have a conversation <laughs>
0: yeah he's a little cray cray okay i can't find the reason why but there is basically the what? idea that too what, much the reason the reason why space beer space beer was made Sorry, yeah so oh, a... what is the difference between space beer and normal oh, beer? Okay. so i'm um, pretty sure there's a difference in carbonation because too much normal beers would be too carbonated to drink in zero gravity yeah so that's why the beer this zero space sorry (laughs) the space beer is actually (laughs) a stout because stouts are already like less carbonated than normal beer have you ever drunk a stout uh guinness? guinness that's the yep. only one i know but that's it's fine
1: it's hella carbonated at the beginning that's why you have to let it sit for like a minute or so
0: yeah but apparently they're less carbonated than normal beer sure. and that's why they started off with a stout or maybe they're just easier to decarbonate than normal lager that's the craziest thing i guess you don't even have to test it in space do you, you just have to test it in, a, in a, under a vacuum we can no see vacuum doesn't make it zero gravity Vacuum just means no air. So how you yeah. make a zero gravity is really interesting actually. What you have to do, and they have that at QT, is you you make a little like housing area. So something just like shell shells. Yeah. And you just drop. And yeah. basically at one point that drop will reach zero gravity. So things will be at zero gravity. So that's how they tested it yeah. for the carbonation.
1: Yeah. But minus the lack of gravity, the only difference in
0: space is going to be that there's no oxygen. Yeah, vacuum. Yeah. But that doesn't really matter because where yeah, people I will thought, be, there will uh, be, there will, yeah, they there will where have oxygen. Are be having beer in space is going to be. Yeah, they won't just be having a cheeky one and <laughs> literally not being able to breathe. <laughs> You can
1: breathe the beer. That's it. That. <laughs> oh, dude, they put oxygen in the beer.
0: It's carbonation. It's carbonated with oxygen. That's true. So if you want to live, you have to. It's CO two. Yeah. You <laughs> just take the C out. There's oxygen there. See, I thought the issue would have been in that <clears throat> under a vacuum,
1: something that was carbonated but had bubbles would expand. No. So. And that would like if you took a regular beer up into space the second it gets into a vacuum environment it would just
0: no but see the beer would never the beer would never be at a vacuum
1: i mean in the space station
0: oh i guess there's no vacuum where people are you only in vacuum when you're in space
1: i'm in movie land yeah where people are wearing spacesuits and whatnot
0: (laughs) i'm sorry but <laughs> <laughs> yeah they don't i mean they do yeah, they but, do but they don't <laughs> but not inside the space station yeah <laughs> they just wear normal clothes a lot of the time probably actually more comfortable oh that's clothes. fine then.
1: that's just a regular beer
0: no no see that's the thing the zero gravity is what matters in here no, <laughs> not just... the vacuum this is what i'm trying to but explain it's just and liquid, you keep going and you keep going back why does to the carbonation matter, then? because you make you very sick because what well, happens is carbon is actually more um so
1: more dense as been. yeah
0: so it has to do with density it's more dense than air yeah so basically what happens is you f- would feel very sick because it would just bubble up so you need something less carbonated oh. and you may be thinking oh but they're so silly just have a normal beer but no you'd get like very sick is the idea and that's why it you, would
1: just exit your system and, and that's why, and why people that go to space station
0: don't take beer to space i get you so that just
1: <laughs> reduces the carbonation so there's like a sound <laughs> amount of it yeah here I, so that you don't, I got an
0: explanation for it
1: so that you don't feel too sick
0: the bubbles of carbon dioxide and carbon carbonated beverages aren't buoyant in weightless environments, so they remain randomly distributed through the fluid, even after swallowing. This means that carbonated beverages, including soft drinks and beer, may become a foaming mass during space travel. And then they also have something about drinking, but I need to find it now. <laughs> Can't wait to have a have a drink in space. That'll be pretty sick. Cracking a cold one with the boys in, in the space. space station. Yo. Oh, that's so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel like I'd already be crazy in space. Imagine smoking a J in space. In space, oh my God. How many people... Doing any drugs in space would be absolutely... It would be insane. (laughs) It would, like... I feel like it's already a trip to be there,
1: right? It, it would break your brain if you hadn't been there for a while, I reckon. You'd have to ease into the whole experience on its on its own before you go altering your experience while up there. Because a lot of people just kind of freak out under regular experience on reg- regular Earth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, look, it's already crazy enough here. I don't, <laughs> I don't think... <laughs> just being in space would be already be insane I think that's already a high that people would ride long time and plus why would you even blow the (laughs) damn there's so many if you're smoking in space
1: yeah the ash would go everywhere
0: oh god smoke surely there's something as well with like your lungs being filled with with like actually smoke or something being a problem are cigarettes allowed in space oh thank you google (laughs) smoking is not allowed in the iss for several reasons who
1: the hell said that law hey?
0: smoking is a fire hazard and since the station's oxygen rich environment true yeah the second you light, a, <laughs> light a fire it's just gonna explode it'd be very easily easy for the fire to get out of control even without a risk of fire the iss is a small place to permit astronauts to smoke um, to smoke freely interesting Wait. So wait. What was the last bit? Astronauts can smoke. No, they can't. Oh, okay. So um, the ISS is too small of a place to permit astronauts to smoke. <laughs> you know what the thought has
1: just crossed my mind, mm-hmm. dude. You could vape in space. <laughs>
0: <laughs> True. <laughs> True that. Uh, no fire. Yeah. I mean, technically, there is fire how it burns through but yeah but i don't know how much of a fire that is
1: it's like the heating of a coil right so yeah. i can't imagine it'd be much more different to a, a, like a light bulb in space
0: yeah i don't know i don't even know how the light bulbs work in there like surely they're normal light bulbs but i don't know if they're tucked away so like there's I like no in space yeah like mm-hmm. in the space station does space have taste <laughs> Turns out the a- answer is raspberries, potentially. <laughs> Boy, that is such a load, dude. <laughs> this may sound so ludicrous at first, but in 2009, a team of <laughs> astronomers discovered raspberry like qualities of dust cloud near the center of our galaxy. No. Known as Sagittarius B.
1: No. <laughs> no. I, this is, I refuse. I refuse to acknowledge that. <laughs> Near the center of our universe, excuse
0: me, oh, man.
1: <laughs> with raspberry-like
0: qualities. Here you go. That makes a lot more sense. <laughs> okay, apparently has taste. We <laughs> does space have odor? <laughs> we can't smell space directly because our noses don't work in vacuum. But whoa, well, no astronauts- way, astronauts! Wait, how crazy?
1: They're insane, They're insane.
0: I couldn't imagine. Why? <laughs> what are you on? Are you on BuzzFeed or something? Oh, but this is so dumb. But, but the, as astronauts aboard of ISS have reported that they notice a metallic ar- aroma. Like a smell of world fumes. Of course, you're in literally a piece of metal <laughs> in space. You're, you're in a space station, bro. Did you go to space and really just realize that there? <laughs> They're like, whoa, it smells like metal in this metal box that I'm in.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's not like, it's like saying, it's like sitting in a car and saying the road smells like, and then saying new car
0: smell. <laughs> Man, that hurts my soul to read that. That was worse than the raspberry one, I reckon.
1: <laughs> I mean, they're both pretty really just kind
0: of fabricated. Yeah, look, you're oh, right. nah, the, the raspberry I mean, I'm sure one. some people would have said that. The metallic taste, I can... Sorry, smell, I can... I can understand it. Yeah, but I also can explain it. <laughs> the raspberry one is someone just trying to... No, the raspberry one is a bit... That's just someone... Off chops. That's
1: someone on the crunch just trying to write a, a write an article for
0: the boss. Mm. Someone's just stressing away. <laughs> okay, so I found something else. Apparently, Coca Cola was the first fizzy drink to be able to be drunk in space. Yeah, that's, that's, you know what that is? Nineteen eighty-five. That's, that's amazing marketing.
1: Coca Cola, best drink you can drink in space. What up, Pepsi? You got nothing.
0: Yeah, so, I don't know. I think there are there are differences on drinks, though. As, as the first thing I literally read, carbonation just doesn't work in drinks. So, like, if something's too carbonated, it would just separate from the drink.
1: Yeah, yeah. It'll um, just become foam.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know how they would even mediate that. Probably less carbonation, I guess, right? Then the craziest thing is sweat <laughs> in space. Have you seen...
1: When you sweat, it's kind of just like a thin layer of water all over. Oh you. yeah, because it doesn't just it doesn't drip off.
0: <laughs> D- you can't wipe things very well either, apparently, because nah. things don't suck.
1: <laughs> oh, like it's not As gonna well. absorb the moisture.
0: Yeah, <laughs> apparently, I don't know fully. So, but that one is interesting. To pee, you have to pee in the tube. Well, to do any necessities, you have to do it in the tube.
1: Yeah, I think when you go to the toilet, it's like the toilet is under vacuum.
0: Maybe so, it, and it like it has suction on. It It like it. sucks it out. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's probably all thrown in space. That's wild. <laughs> There's no way they keep it to like bring it back. There's no way, uh, dude. I I don't know. It would. It a wouldn't. part of me deep down thinks that they keep it. No, I don't think so. But I we should we should look into it. <laughs> but it,
1: that makes no real sense.
0: No, because even if you came back to Earth it would burn on entrance. So you're not technically polluting anything.
1: Yeah. Imagine you're just on your on your vacation into space and you just the rocket just hits a piece what of What do crew I on call
0: human waste?
1: <laughs> oh, this goes back to our
0: just I don't see but the problem is that we do put a lot of human waste in there Uh, I just fecal
1: fecal matter
0: matter where does poo go in space (laughs) the sunshine do we (laughs) (laughs) do space (laughs) stations keep the sewage or whatever the human waste there you go all astronauts being collected and turned back into clean drinkable water that makes sense wow why don't we do that on earth (laughs) well we can we just don't really need it (laughs) I mean technically we do technically we do (laughs) water goes through the clean process and then it just basically goes back
1: human waste already gets turned into clean water
0: yeah clean water and fertilizer not as often as it should be, but it's still it does now.
1: I guess it's yeah.
0: Today's coffee is tomorrow's coffee. God, you gotta love that. <laughs> Hold up a second! Though. I don't like
1: what that. <laughs> I don't like what that's implicating at all.
0: Astronaut's poo is brought back to Earth for science to study, but most of the time, bathroom waste, including poop, is burned. In space. That feels like a waste of air. (laughs) (laughs) They burn it? Yeah, but you need... Wait. Surely it brings back and it's burnt, right? I don't believe it. I just
1: don't believe it. What, they bring back burnt turds?
0: I just don't believe they... No, they definitely bring it back and then burn it. (laughs) But... (laughs) I just don't believe they even bring back it. It just feels like extra weight. <laughs> There's no possible no, way this is true.
1: Isn't space junk already a big issue? I know like... Yeah,
0: but that's different. Yeah. <laughs> it's so different. <laughs> that's though. like
1: rocket engines and stuff, I know. Yeah, and like
0: <laughs> dead satellites that will take so long to come back to Earth.
1: I can picture there being like a this well there's no reason to
0: just leave it out there. There you go. Someone asking the real questions on, on Quora. A <laughs> oh, human face is ejected into outer space by the International Space Station.
1: Bro, we're laugh- you're laughing as if we aren't asking the same
0: question. <laughs> no, not randomly anyway. I'm laughing because I'm looking at Quora. Uh, oh yeah like whoever's gonna reply to that (laughs) is also like me the guy who wrote it is clayton c anderson and he's a nasa astronaut who lived lived and laughed in space for quite a while i don't know if this is true (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude
1: i'm gonna say even if even if it is true probably safe to take it
0: (laughs) professor of practice at iowa state university college of engineering look I'm going to take his answer as fact oh, just because it, I have does no... Does it back
1: up your view?
0: I don't know. I haven't read uh, it yet. Uh,
1: uh, uh, let's go. Uh,
0: no, not randomly anyway. Collected in a properly named waste collection system um, into aluminium cans on the space station. Astronauts and cosmonauts' feces don't get ejected directly into space yet.
1: A- Today, Anyway,
0: if you're an astronaut listening... Let us know. <laughs> yes, please. Do your fecal matter <laughs> goes back to earth. And please ask me whoever your superiors are, why? <laughs> to be researched, man. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> but that's so much poo, though. they stay there for like, oh, actually, no, they stay there for quite a while. And they probably don't see... I have a bigger problem with it now. A bigger beef. Okay. They're definitely just, like, after a while, they're definitely just eating, like, paste stuff. <laughs> Their faces would oh, like- be disgustingly watery. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, I would 100% depend on the diet that they have.
0: Yeah, see, you can't have fresh fruit in space. No. You have only dehydrated stuff. Well, apparently when you first get there, yeah, you have you like can, proper food. You can bring some. But then that runs out pretty quickly.
1: Yeah, as if you can bring fruit into space, but you can't bring it into another country. That's wild.
0: I don't think you understand the no, sure? issue. Just... <laughs> no, I know. I'm just... <laughs> I don't think see. Nah, <laughs> I'm just letting... That sentence is just not a good sentence. Take it back before I, I explain it. <laughs> Do you want me to explain it?
1: Oh, no, I understand. It. Do you understand, mate? I understand, understand, I, I understand it. I'm You're just, not I'm,
0: stupid. I'm just making the joke. <laughs> okay. Not a good joke. <laughs> <laughs> dumb point. <laughs> hey, got
1: you laughing. <laughs>
0: oh, sorry, Drew. You're laughing at how dumb I am. That's <laughs> oh, the point. That's the point you made. No, no need to get radical. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, we're going for 48 minutes. I think we've stalled enough with the space conversation now.
1: <laughs> yeah, enough enough discussion over astronaut
0: poo. Yes, it was great. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. Um, we should probably make a post on Instagram. Yeah, make Please sure to give, give us, us a follow. Make sure to give us
1: the five stars on Spotify. Answer the little... Did you? What did you think about the episode? Yeah, give <laughs> only things good to things talk allowed. About. <laughs> yeah, you're only allowed to say good things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and give us a follow, and we will see you in
0: the next week. Dead or alive? Uh, well only alive, really. <laughs> and we won't technically be seeing you either. So, <laughs> yeah or you us yeah uh, yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can we
1: can just we can just end the episode now yeah <laughs> all right good night <laughs> <That's> <laughs>